Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, NBC's Al Michaels summed it up well in an interview on Thursday saying in 36 years of doing NFL games in prime time, he couldn't think of a more anticipated regular season game than Tom Brady returning to take on Bill Belichick and the Patriots in Foxborough on Sunday night. I know plenty of people who are eager to watch the body language and comportment of the two and if and how they acknowledge each other before or after the game. Sunday Night Football should be a pretty interesting exercise in the relationship between Brady and his former team. You have NBC hyping the matchup already. They are live from Foxborough on the Today Show. You have ESPN bringing us NFL Countdown on Sunday live from Gillette Stadium as well. Heavy hype. And if this game is close going into the fourth quarter, wow, the ratings could be through the roof for NBC and the NFL. I know I'll be watching Sunday Night Football from Foxborough. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, October 1st. Yes, the first day of October, heading into the home stretch of 2021. I'm Abe Madcore. Good to be with everybody on this Friday. Let's start with the NBA. Because while a lot has been made about a few NBA players who have yet to be vaccinated, don't lose sight of the larger picture. And that's the fact that the league has about 95% of its players vaccinated as training camps open this week. And that's up from the 90% figure from the start of training camps. So the message seems to be getting through and it comes as unvaccinated players would not earn a salary for any games missed. But the uptick in player vaccination is largely the result of a mix of factors. There's more education. There is the concern over losing player pay, but the numbers are getting better and they should only continue to get better as the league prepares to open its season later this month. So good news for the NBA in that 95% of its players vaccinated at training camp. Let's shift to hockey because officials for the New York Islanders and the Oakview Group said that the new UBS arena will open on time. And yes, while the Islanders will play their first 13 games on the road to open the season, those extra few weeks will be enough to finish up UBS Arena at Belmont Park. The franchise's first home game at the new $1.1 billion arena will be on November 20th. Officials confirmed that yesterday. The 17,500-seat arena is one of the most anticipated facility openings of the year. Now, here's a surprise story from the New York Times. FIFA, which has done business for so long out of Switzerland, is now considering relocating its business operations to the United States. That would be a very significant move. And while FIFA is expected to open a commercial office in the U.S., most believe it would be in New York or L.A. for the 2026 World Cup, they are now studying moving all of their major commercial sales operations to the United States. That would, of course, include sponsorship and media sales. One of the reasons 
FIFA believes relocating its commercial operations to the U.S. would help it attract and retain more and key staff members. They believe that its current base out of Zurich, Switzerland, is proving too difficult to attract talent. So keep your eye on this because if FIFA moves its business operations to the U.S., that would be a big story in sports business circles. More news from the NCAA as it improves or looks to improve its gender equity efforts. A day or two after it was announced that the NCAA will use the March Madness moniker around its women's tournament, the NCAA is now looking harder at a joint Final Four with the men's and women's basketball tournaments holding their semifinals and title game in the same city on the same weekend. That plan could not happen until at least 2027 because the sites are already locked in for both tournaments through 2026. This idea of combining the tournaments was one of the recommendations stemming from that external review of gender equity issues of the men's and women's tournaments. Now, this idea, it doesn't have universal support. It should be said that it's been discussed for years, and many have always been worried about the women's event being almost an afterthought to the men's tournament during that Final Four weekend. But there's enough interest and enough momentum to explore combining the events in one city, possibly as early as 2027. I, for one, am firmly in favor of trying it, seeing how it works in one city. And again, we'll see what the results are, but it'll be a few years before we see any combined men's and women's Final Four tournaments. Here's a digital success story. I remember first hearing about Pro Football Focus, oh, more than five years ago, I did a story on Chris Collinsworth, who is one of the owners of the football data and analytics site. Well, it's continued to grow its client base and engagement metrics, and Bloomberg reported that Collinsworth sold a minority stake in Pro Football Focus to Silver Lake, the private equity firm, and the company is looking to expand beyond football into other sports, including soccer, and it hopes to launch a soccer data site within the next year. But here's the big figure. Bloomberg cited a source saying that Silver Lake invested about $50 million for its stake in Pro Football Focus. So a big success story for Chris Collinsworth as Pro Football Focus gets major investment and will look to expand into other sports. You know, a few weeks ago, we noted that Excel Sports Management had filed suit against WME Sports and Endeavor, alleging that those companies interfered by hiring two MLB agents from Excel who were both under long-term contracts to stay at Excel. And that lawsuit really shook the agent industry. Well, now Excel is changing its strategy. It is moving its dispute with WME and Endeavor to the Major League Baseball Players Association's arbitration system. And that comes at the request of the union. So this will now move this issue from New York State Supreme Court and now be adjudicated under the MLBPA system. So that certainly means it will be more confidential and less public. But again, anytime an agency takes legal action against another agency over poaching agents, it's going to be very closely followed. So this story will continue to be one 
to watch. And while we have talked about the business progress the National Women's Soccer League has made off the field, the league is facing a real crisis on the field as another head coach of an NWSL team was fired after several former players accused the coach of verbally and sexually abusing them while they were members of his team. This is the second incident of a coach fired this week by the NWSL and the third coach to lose his job for misconduct since August. The coaches who were fired this week were terminated after players complained about their behavior. This will be a major issue for Commissioner Lisa Baird, the NWSL board, and NWSL owners as the league is looking to grow and gain fans. And incidents and behavior like this are certainly very troubling. So expect the NWSL to take some significant steps in its investigation process as a result of these allegations and subsequent terminations. And finally, your halftime lineup for the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, well, it is set. You'll see Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar as they will perform for the first time on stage together at the Super Bowl halftime show in Los Angeles this February. Remember, the halftime show is a collaboration between the NFL, Pepsi, and Rock Nation, and there is a very California-type feel to the show as Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Lamar are Southern California natives. So look for that in February at SoFi Stadium at the Super Bowl. And finally, the CAA World Congress of Sports, October 12th and 13th in New York City. I just came back from our sports facilities and franchises event in Las Vegas. Great to have the industry coming back together. Great to see some old friends and great to discuss some of the topics that are key issues in the sports industry today. That'll be the theme and even larger scale at the CAA World Congress of Sports less than two weeks away in New York City. I do hope you'll join us. It'll be a great event. Register on our website. If you have any questions, let me know, but I'd love to see you in New York in just a couple of weeks. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday. Yes, October 1st. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, be good to each other, and I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.